Golf Today. Brought to you by PointsBet. It is golf today on a Friday in the middle of December. I think so many of us were excited to see what might happen with Tiger Woods in 2021 following what happened early in the season. I'm, I'm, I'm very surprised, D, that we're getting a chance to watch Tiger Woods swing kind of between sponsor team markers again. It was a storyline we weren't expected, but we're very happy to have. And so many questions during this comeback. You know, what will Tiger look like? Uh, what will his gait be like? His power, his swing, his mood. And we saw Tiger on a tee box this morning, started his program with his son, Charlie, and about to play 36 holes over the weekend in Orlando, where he started his career as a young professional and back in Orlando this morning. You kind of mentioned some of the accolades that, that Tiger Woods has accomplished in his career, and we're going to go through some of the things Tiger's been able to do, some of the firsts in Tiger's career yeah. throughout the show. But to me, this is kind of a, a completely new career for Tiger Woods because all Tiger Woods is doing is going out there and showing us that he can swing it again, that he can compete again. I mean, we can look ahead in January and February and April and into the summer and the major championships there, but I, I just think this is a win. I mean, this yeah. is the win we wanted. This is the, as big a win since his at Augusta in 2019. I mean, this is a victory for golf, seeing Tiger Woods back out with a golf club in his hand. You know, so much of his story, of course, is the 15 major championships and 82 PGA Tour wins, but part and parcel with that is the comeback story. Nobody has done it better than Tiger Woods. From personal struggle, from calamity, from injury, back surgery, now this car accident, to see him upright on a tee box, smiling with his son, was something unforeseen. For more on the scene in Orlando, Florida, we turn to Todd Lewis at the Ritz. Todd, it's great to see you. How is Tiger's mood? How is his energy this morning? Well, it's interesting. I've covered Tiger Woods coming back to the world stage uh, a number of times uh, while working for the Golf Channel. And there are three things that I look at in regards to his comeback. Number one, Simply, how is he walking and walking from the clubhouse to the player practice area? He did not have any significant limp. He looked to have a good gait, so that's a check. Number two, I look for his attitude. Where is it? I can tell you, walking to the player practice area, he was engaging with the fans. Once he got to his bag, Bubba Watson was there standing, and Tiger, like he likes to do, gave him the needle. He's like, ah, oh, Bubba's talking. Do you ever shut up? And they laughed, and then they uh, gave each other a big hug, and Tiger thanked Bubba for all of his support during these troubling times over the last 10 months. And then finally, you check out the swing. And I was fortunate to be sitting, uh, standing beside Gary Koch, who is an accomplished player and multiple winner on the PGA Tour, but we also know him, of course, working for NBC Golf. And we watched the swing. He knows the swing probably better than anybody that I know. And early on through his warm-up, Tiger was hitting the ball a little left, and Gary pointed out that that is because he really wasn't pushing off his right leg. But as the warm-up continued, he was pushing off more and was hitting some really nice shots. Now, I followed Tiger, you know, on the world stage for a long time. I can tell you, I didn't see much difference in Tiger Woods on the player practice area than I have seen when he was at his greatness. Yeah, he may not be as far as he was five, ten years ago, but it's not far off. I think Tiger Woods has been hustling us a bit. He is going to play better than we thought he may be playing here this week at the PNC Championship. I saw pretty significant distance, and I saw a lot of ball control in that warm-up session. Todd trying to pick up some distance with some new equipment in the bag as well. Sounds like he's got a new driver out there this week. He does have a new driver. Uh, his club manufacturer got approval from USGA and the RNA just this week. Isn't that coincidental? And Tiger Woods has a brand-new driver in his bag. 
It's a carbon-based head. It's not really a metal head, so this is going to be a different feel probably for Tiger, but I did watch him hit that driver again as he was warming up and then off the first tee. Uh, he did have some pretty good pop with that driver. I, again, I don't see a significant loss of power in regards to Tiger Woods with his golf swing right now. It may be five to ten yards shorter, but it's not a lot. Uh, I'm seeing some pretty good uh, ball striking from Tiger Woods, at least from what I saw this morning. New driver sounds like the same old Tiger. Great to have Todd Lewis on the ground for us. Also on the ground, our own Rex Hoggard is following Tiger Woods this morning. And Charlie, Rex, what has the scene been like in Orlando? It feels like a Tiger scene. Damon, you and I have seen this for a long time. I mean, obviously, you just mentioned trying to get tickets to this is impossible. It is sold out here. And this is what Tiger does. He brings a buzz to the atmosphere. And just to tag onto the end of Todd's report there, not only is he putting a new driver in play, but I was told by a member of his camp that he's also tinkering with a new three-wood, which Todd and I talked about this yesterday. It's a really good indication that he's been thinking about golf and thinking about how his game is progressing for a very long time. To Todd's point, he might have been fooling us a little bit about how far he was hitting it, about how good his game was, about how game-ready it might have been. Now, the one thing I will point out, and Tiger referenced this in the Bahamas. He talked about playing a hit-and-giggle event. And to give you an idea of what that means, at least on a Pro-Am Friday, he arrived about an hour before his 9 a.m. tee time. He only hit, I think, in total 36 golf balls. He arrived on the range about 30 minutes before he was about to tee off. Spent most of that time talking with Charlie, talking with the other players. So it's very much a relaxed atmosphere. Rex, uh, could you get us exact number next time? Maybe just exactly 36 range balls is what he hit. Rex, you cover all the big events. You've covered everything that Tiger's been involved in. What has this felt like? What is this compar comparable to early on a Friday? Exactly six drivers. That's how many he hit on the range, in case you were curious. You, I know you want exact number. <laughs> Uh, when you compare this to the other comebacks, and again, I think Todd did a really good job of explaining this. You do look for those benchmarks. He was moving well. I, I saw a little bit of a limp, but considering everything he's been through up to this point, it is very, very impressive. And you also get an idea of how important this is, not because of the competitive aspect of it, but it's because he wants to spend time with Charlie. I think it's pretty clear he would not be playing this week if it wasn't along, alongside his son and the opportunities that they share and how special this was last year. And Talk about the scene. I mean, Tiger changes things, even at an event like this. It's only going to be two days. It's a team event. It's very relaxed. But everything, the atmosphere, the buzz goes up when he's on property. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. 
If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. A look at Tiger and Charlie's first round tee time on Saturday. They go out at 12.18 p.m. Eastern alongside Justin Thomas and Mike. Justin and Tiger, I mean, you've become true, true friends Absolutely. across generations. Sharing information. Let's flash back to 2020 at the PNC. Tiger and Charlie playing alongside Mike and Justin. Opening round, the 13th hole. Mike had a poor shot, you recall, into the bunker. When JT got to their ball, there was a handwritten note from then 11-year-old Charlie Woods trash talk at its finest. So here's Team Thomas yesterday reflecting on a year ago. JT, since last year, has the trash talking between you and Charlie Woods gone up or down? Um, I mean, it's probably down for him. I mean, I think he's starting to get old enough that you need to back up your trash talk a little bit better if you're going to be saying it. Um, you know, we'd obviously had a lot of putting contests and, and fun rounds here and there, but obviously never in competition. But, um, you know, until they get that belt and, and we don't, uh, I know that we have the forever bragging rights for the time being. When's the, JT, when's the last time you played a round of golf with Tiger? Hmm. Right now this year. Uh, probably, uh, no, yeah, yeah, it wouldn't have been this year. Here, here, like Saturday last year, for example. Yeah, yeah, it probably was. Or, yeah, something at home. Last week, a couple days, one day. Justin, yeah. how did it look? Hang on, how did it look? Where, where? Yeah, good. It's crazy that, uh, how good he's hit and how far he's hit for what he's been through. Mm. Go ahead, answer. Yeah. Just that Charlie or Tiger? It's crazy how far he's hit it. Uh, both, but Tiger uh, has been through a lot more than Charlie. It's, it's impressive where he's at. What's your excitement level just to see him compete again? It's, I mean, my excitement level is high just for him being out here and being, um, you know, somewhere other than his house and, and getting to see a lot of familiar faces. And and I know spending time with Charlie and is a, is a huge deal to him. So I know he's excited for that part. I mean, in terms of the competing, I think his his expectations are very low, but. At the same time, uh, he is who he is for a reason, so I'm sure he'll be pissed off if he doesn't play well. As we go to Team Woods on the third green of their program, I was struck by Mike Thomas's comments. This is a PGA professional talking about you know him being surprised how far Tiger is hitting the golf ball and how well Tiger's hitting the golf ball. I was more surprised that JT and Ty, JT hadn't gone out and played much golf with mm. Tiger at all. I mean, I, I figured if Tiger was going to be playing any golf at all, Justin Thomas would at least be along for the ride <laughs> in some capacity. Um, so that was surprising. You know, you're kind of looking at, at, at Tiger Woods' driving distance over the last couple of seasons. I mean, he didn't qualify because he didn't play enough tournaments, but he was right around 299 mm. a couple seasons ago, 296 the year he won the Masters. I mean, this is a guy that obviously can still hit the ball. 300 yards. He downplayed all of this, D. Yeah. He downplayed his distance, and he said, I mean, I, I can't hear it when it lands at the hero. But I, I go back, we talk about trash talking. Nota Gay, we asked earlier this week about Tiger's trash talking when they were playing casual rounds of golf. And he said, you know, Tiger would get in your kitchen a bit. Remember when Tiger, one of the great trash talking moments in golf history was Tiger and Justin Thomas. Yeah. When Tiger returned at the hero, and he kind of eyed the golf yeah. ball. He walked by. It was JT's. Tiger got him by about 
30 yards. Listen, Charlie comes from it organically, I'll yeah. say that. Tiger will play possum with us, with the media. You know, he'll say, I won four majors in a row. That's pretty good. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, I love his kind of like soft selling a little bit. But when he's around his peers, I mean, that's his peer group. He's going to going to bring the heat. Uh, one of the great kneelers of all time. You think about sports, Larry Bird, Reggie Miller, some great trash talkers, Tiger and Phil going back and forth. It's hard to, to have the upper hand on Tiger when it comes to, to feats in this game. I feel like JT is going to make that list at some point. Okay. I think JT might be a sneaky trash talker. I, I think JT knows exactly where to go. If you remember when Justin was the broadcaster. Yeah, he was yeah. Walking he during was the match. He was amazing, but you could see get back into the trash-talking world a couple times, maybe even a couple times where he almost forgot the mic was on. And I do wonder, you, you brought up a great point about the fact that you were surprised that Tiger and JT hadn't gone out and played some rounds together. I mean, maybe Tiger kind of wanted to make sure things were in order first. I mean, this is someone who's obviously extremely prideful in his gifts and prideful in his state in the game. And while he is a mentor to a lot of these players and mentioned the, the closeness he has with JT when JT won his PGA championship, brought the Wanamaker Trophy back to the Woods Jupiter restaurant in South Florida, and they, they shared a meal together, they've shared information together. But I'm sure that Tiger wants to make sure he's not, you know, hitting, you know, little bloop shots out there in front of guys who I imagine he believes he will compete against again. If he believes he's going to be competitive yeah. on the PGA Tour and in major championships. And again, I mean, the major championships are what Tiger's talking about when he's talking about a scheduling going forward is if Tiger's going to play golf, it's probably going to be five, six, seven events in a, in a full season. Tiger's schedule was limited, what, five, six, seven years ago. I mean, he yeah. wasn't playing a whole bunch. He's not Sungjae out there, for goodness sakes. But for Tiger... You don't want to give these players any anything any that they ammo. might have, you know, deep down internally. I mean, you go out there and play with JT and you're kind of hitting it all over the place and you're hitting it 240. Justin's going to remember that. I mean, yeah. that is something because at the end of the day on Sunday at a major championship, Tiger is going to go into that in Tiger Woods mode. Yeah. If you remember what Tony Finau said about playing alongside him at Augusta National in 2019. I mean, Tony Finau and Tiger are pals. And Tony got nothing on the first tee. It was a different man on that first tee. All of a sudden, Tiger Woods couldn't speak English. Wouldn't answer he, he, went, he went mute all of a sudden. Fino's like, hey, where's my guy? But I love that energy about Tiger Woods. I love that he's saying, you know what, I'm going to work this Ben Hogan type of schedule. Of course, Ben Hogan won six major championships after that horrific bus accident outside of Van Horn, Texas in 1949. And I love that Tiger's saying, I'm going to use that model. And in some ways, he kind of already has. As Brando Chambly said on our show a couple of weeks ago, that he's never played a really robust schedule, right. can take a lot of time off and still come back and be pretty darn sharp. Tiger has kind of laid out the, 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 the scheduling for a lot of great players yeah. when you look at it because so many players for so long were playing in as many tournaments as you could play in. And Tiger, you know, leaned a lot on rest. And you see that now yeah. in a lot of sports. I mean, when you watch the NBA or even if you watch NFL at times when, when teams get into the playoffs or they're kind of set where they're yeah. going to be set, rest is massively important. And these days off for NBA players – are as important as stretching and working out and eating and hydration. And for golfers as well, as mentally tough as a major championship can be, as a golf tournament can be, as a weekend can be when you're in the hunt, taking those two, three weeks off are going to be important. It is going to be very, very interesting to see what Tiger does if he does decide to play. That is a, a long way down the road. Right now, the focus is on Tiger Woods out on the golf course. With Load management, a huge part of the sports world today. We're just one day away from seeing Tiger teed up competitively in Orlando, his former hometown in honor of this we're looking back at some of the unbelievable firsts in tiger's career that's coming up on golf today at bet 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every basket every game every point every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar 
Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. So much to watch this weekend, specifically Saturday. The schedule for you, Golf Central pregame, 11.30 a.m. And you see the Peacock coverage begins at 12.15 because Tiger's on the block at 12.18. Moves over to Golf Channel at 1.30. Then at NBC at 2.30. Then Golf Central puts a big bow on the day. One day away, D. Okay. Tiger's finished first a lot. But what about just some of his career firsts, if you will? Mm. Some of the things... That Tiger did for the first time. How about the first time on national TV? This was October 6th, 1978. He was two. That's a swing of a two-year-old. Oh, love it. Striping it already. Beat Bob Hope. Famously in a putting contest. I have a two-year-old. You know what? My two-year-old can't do that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know many two-year-olds no. who can do that. Not even many teenagers can win their first U.S. junior amateur. I mean, this guy just... First USGA victory, July 28, 1991. You start to hear like rumblings, you know, SI kind of faces in the crowd. Remember that? Yes. This is his first PGA Tour round, February 27, 1992. Birdied his first hole. We should all know. Yeah. I mean, this was the the round that brought out the likes of Entertainment Tonight and the Hollywood Reporter. Look at the crowd already. We're a 16-year-old. <laughs> All right, so his first hole-in-one, it did not take Tiger very long. It was his first professional tournament as a pro. September 1st, 1996, Greater Milwaukee Open. Give us the, the tee box fist pump. Yeah, it does. I got a lot of tee box uppercuts from Tiger. Brown Deer Park. Final round. How about his first PGA Tour win? October 6, 1996. 18 years after that appearance on the Mike Douglas Show. Beat Davis Love the third in the playoff. Sorry, Davis Love. You were the first, my friend. Yeah. He was you were the first. Did you expect Not to win the last. so early? Did you expect to win so early? He said, I kind of did. Yeah. You know? I kind of did expect Six, I was coming out here to win. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah, the first event he played in his first major championship. Everybody remembers this. April 13th, 1997. I'll always remember the putt on the last for par. I mean, not mm. the uppercut as much as the putt for par. That showed us as much about who Tiger Woods would be as anything because he just refused to make bogeys no matter how big the lead was. Had to start that putt outside the hole for his 12-shot victory. 18 under par. We write the record books. 
Uh, first time in world number one, you know what? Same year, 1997. Yeah. Just a reminder, he turned pro in 1996. He was world number one in 1997. T19th at the U.S. Open was good enough for Tiger to be ranked best golfer in the world. Did you say U.S. Open? How about his first U.S. Open victory, June 18th, the year 2000, Pebble Beach. Record-breaking 15-shot victory. No one could touch him. No one was near him. He was playing a different golf course. Only issue was, do we have enough golf balls in the bag, Stevie? Mm -hmm. They did. Thank goodness. Absolutely. You want to talk about height of power. The game of golf maybe has never been played better than it was that week alongside the Monterey Peninsula. This is when that whole we're playing for second thing started to yeah. not just rumble amongst golf fans. It started to rumble inside the locker room. Yes. He's playing for second here. How about completing the career grand slam? July 23rd, 2000. That's after his 15-shot win at Pebble. How about an 8-shot win at the old course? Completing the career slam at the age of 24. Just, you know, ripping pages out of the record book. No bunkers that week. It was as wonderful. It was as exceptional a golf as you can really watch and experience. The home of golf. A lot of people's favorite golf course, Tiger said it's his favorite golf course in the world. That's where the Open is in 2022. We know Tiger's done some decent work yeah. in St. Andrews. About the Tiger Slam. Man, you can wake up and look at all four trophies on his mantle. First golfer to hold at least all four major titles at one time. Professional majors all belonged to Tiger Woods from 2000-2001. Yeah, career Grand Slam, July 23rd, 2000. The Tiger Slam, April 8th, 2001. He turned pro in 96. Oh, one. Did it all at this point. Did it all. And how about the first FedEx Cup? So the PJ Tour tries this new thing. You know, kind of <laughs> lengthen the season enough to kind of he was wrap it around and some points together. And okay, Tiger says, I'm game. Is this a competition? There's a trophy at the end of this? New, new trophy? Okay. I don't have one of those. I don't have oh, one of those. Yeah. At the house. I mean, this is just so wild. Like, when you really break it down, we spend so much time up here talking about the great golfers of this current generation and the yeah. things they do and what do we expect next season and what could they accomplish. And this is the generation, and I've said this a lot, we're going to have a lot of great players that win one major or two majors. And for Tiger Woods, I mean, he's completing these grand slams in 2000, four years after turning professional. He wins four in a row. I just wonder if social media, if, if the current landscape of media was around in 2000 and 2001, what would we, we would have been saying about this guy? Yeah, I, mean, I think we probably would have been saying the same thing about Jack Nicholas. Had Jack Nicholas height of power been around Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, and he was doing what he did on the way to 18 major championships in 19 seconds. I do think that Tiger was a, the perfect player for his time, much like Arnold Palmer at the onset of television. I mean, look where, where Tiger took the game of golf, the people he attracted to the game, how he widened the tent and kind of changed our idea of what was even possible in this game, a 12-shot victory in a major, a 15-shot win in a major. And this generation of players we're seeing now, the, the Justin Thomases and the John Roms, they all owe a huge debt to Tiger Woods. David, I know you've told this story on the show a few times, but, I mean, that, that, that win at St. Andrews in 2000, I mean, you would not be sitting here potentially yeah. if not for yeah. Tiger going out there and dominating the game of golf. You were covering other sports, yeah. and it's the reason you got into golf. You had to go see Tiger do this. I, mean, I was covering the, the National Basketball Association. I was in Los Angeles covering the Lakers-Pacers in the final, but I was kind of paying attention to Tiger at Pebble, and I'm saying, oh, my gosh, this is history. So if he goes to St. Andrews, he's going to complete the career Grand Slam. 
I should go. I called some golf riders. They said, you know, get a room at, you know, at the University of St. Andrews. You can stay in the dorms, bring your clubs. It's very easy to get a ticket. It's an open championship. It's also for the fans. You can kind of turn up that day and get a little back then. It was a little badge, kind of get a little lanyard, kind of hanging on your, on your sweater. And that's exactly what I did. I walked around and followed Tiger for four days. I remember Dennis Paulson was playing. Tom Lehman walked the first uh, green, and someone said, Minnesota loves you, Tom. I mean, I remember that week vividly, and I remember just the crowd saying, easy, Tiger. Like, take it easy on, on these guys. It was, he was able to kind of salt the game away, put the game of golf into a corner where nobody could touch him. How hard was it to write about Tiger high to power? How hard was it to cover this guy and try to find new ways to talk about Gosh. him? I mean, it, 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 great. Because th this is a guy, again, this is a guy that was, th this game has never been dominated yeah. like this. You talk about Jack Nicholas, and I agree. I mean, the conversation and the debate is always going to be Jack and Tiger D. But Jack wasn't as dominant in such a short stretch like Tiger was. It was so fun. I still remember writing the game story for the Times in 2005 when Tiger won his first major since 2002. And that was different because he had a new coach and he chipped in on 16. And I remember coming to Hoylake and it was, well, he only hit one driver that way. I mean, there, he, he, found, he gave you something to write about because he was so dynamic. And also the energy around the golf course. I think the golf riders would feel it as well. And then also... Often, the vanquished player would give us a lot, whether it was DeMarco or Sergio Garcia in the yellow outfit. I mean, there was plenty to write about along Tiger Woods at the height of his power. Kind of, it's crazy when you look at the career of Tiger Woods because I feel like a lot of people look at Tiger as the dominant golfer, and then you forget that he went a decade without winning a major championship. Yeah. I mean, he wins in 08, and he was injured, and then that next major championship is 2019. It is kind of wild to wa watch the up and downs of the Tiger experience because early on, it was just simply domination. He was as polished an athlete as we'd ever had a chance to cover and watch and follow. And then things got very interesting. I mean, yeah. think about not just the personal stuff, but the golf game. This guy losing his ability to play the sport that he dominated and then getting back into it and finding it again and kind of inching closer and closer and everybody writing him off. I mean, almost everybody. I don't know if you wrote him off, but I certainly wrote a column for FoxSports.com back when Tiger, you know, WD'd out, out, of the, out of the event up in Napa. And I said, you know, this is it. This is the end of Tiger Woods. And that was pre-2018. Yeah. You see him come back and the gallery following up that 18th alongside Rory McIlroy. And you were reminded you can never count this guy out. It was amazing watching Tiger height of power when folks are tripping over themselves and jumping over the Swilkin burn just to get a peek at Tiger Woods. Then you fast forward to that Arizona desert when he was battling the chipping yips and people coming out in the dark and behind the, the practice rope and you're seeing Tiger Woods blade seven irons over the green. You're wondering, will, will we ever see Tiger Woods back to the height of the power? Amazingly, he was able to do so. It was it was like in Space Jam when all the NBA players lost their Lose talent. Their powers, they're, yeah. like, they're like airballing jumpers. Exactly. They're going, well, what's going on here? You're, you're Charles Barkley. I mean, to see Tiger not be able to hit a simple pitch shot on the green and then to still overcome that. Yeah. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that could doom a lot of great players. I mean, Yips. great players have fallen apart because they couldn't get the ball up close off of greens and they couldn't make a two or three footer. Tiger went through that as well and was still able to find the golf game again. Not to mention the back surgeries that he came back from as well. We head back out to the golf course. Rich Carlton, Orlando Tiger, and his son Charlie competing in the Pro-Am today, having a little bit of fun. For more, we turn to our own Todd Lewis, who is on the ground, who has a report from Mike Thomas. What did Mike tell you, Todd? Well, we talked a lot about Tiger, but let's talk about Charlie Woods and the fact that he's a year older. You know, he splashed onto the scene last year in this championship. 
He's a year older. He's a little stronger, 15 to 20 yards, maybe longer off the tee, something around there. I talked to Mike Thomas, who works with Charlie Woods on his golf swing, and Mike told me, he said, Charlie's got all the shots. Um, he really is an accomplished young player right now. If there's something that he needs to improve on, it's having on-course maturity, not trying to hit the big risky shot, but that will come with time. But Charlie's going to be playing about 6,000 yards, and, yeah, he's hitting some pretty good shots out here already, and I bet your dad's going to lean on him off the tee at least through this championship, guys. Voice of Todd Lewis down on the grounds. We threw this up on social media with Tiger Woods returning to competition. We want to know... When was your first time you saw Tiger play? When was the first time you saw Tiger Woods play golf? And what was your reaction? We're going to throw some of those up later in the show. Make it a few, oh my goodness. <laughs> I hope we did. <laughs> From the folks watching at home. Still to come, world number one Nellie Corda making her PNC Championship debut alongside her dad, Peter, this week. Could a win in Orlando be the icing on the cake to a fantastic year, sweet year? Looking for her next. Probably just like creating memories. Um, also, playing right in front of Tiger Woods is pretty cool too. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, being a little selfish here, but that's pretty cool. Uh, no, I, we've been looking forward to this event for a really long time, and um, I've been telling my dad, I'm like, it's my off season. Like, you're the star of the show. Like, it's your time to shine. So I'm gonna be. You're gonna be. Uh, he's gonna be the one dropping bombs. But I think, um, you know. <laughs> I think we're just um, really happy to be here together, and hopefully, you know, we make some good memories. Peter, do you feel any pressure after that statement? <laughs> yes. and, and what are you looking for? Well, I mean, definitely looking, you know, playing with Nelly, it's, uh, it's creating some new memories, and it's uh, also a great honor, you know, for, I, I believe, for the women's golf, you know, to be uh, in the same event with other players, other greats, you know, from Mr. Nicholas Palmer, Trevino, and other other guys, and you know, and uh, yes, obviously, <laughs> I wanted to finish with the tie, with you know, the cherry on the top of the cake, uh, having Mr. Woods here. So, you know, it will be special. You know, I, you know, I told Nelly, you know, like I, I'm the tennis player. I feel like I don't belong, but uh, belong over here. I'll try my best, and hopefully, she's not gonna be disappointed. You know that. It's time uh, to shine. It's you know that uh, that you know that special room I had when I was telling my kids what to do, not to do. I think you know after this tournaments will be gone because they <laughs> will be the one telling me what to do and how to do it. So yeah. it will be really special. You know, hopefully we'll have a good time and uh, <laughs> you know that's that's most important. Year of Nelly Korda in so many ways: five wins worldwide, that Olympic gold in Tokyo, won her first career major. World number one, 10 top 10s in 17 starts. I tell you what, that leads to my most important point for Nelly, I think, right now. Enjoy this week with your dad, but you have to rest. You have to reboot. You have to kind of find new energy because we have seen amazing seasons before, and it's hard to get back on the horse. You've got to find a reason to be mad. That, did someone slight you? Maybe it's Jin Young Ko finishing so strongly that she did in 2021. You find a way to get back on the horse. You have to start over and reboot and find a new reason to get up and rise and grind. Justin Thomas shares his goals. Yeah. And I know a lot of players list their goals, but for Nelly, and, it, and it's a great point, for Nelly, it's about resetting everything. Because yeah. she did so much. I mean, we talked about Tiger. We were doing some of those first. And you think about... 2000, this guy has already won a Grand Slam. I mean, so many of these players right now are chasing 
that dream. And Tiger was able to reset. What more can I do? What more can I accomplish? How many more of these tournaments can I win? I mean, this is a guy that had Jack's numbers, you know, up on his wall when he was yeah. a kid. And for Nelly Corda, it is about finding that new energy. And I do think that energy comes from a player like Jin Young Ko because it wasn't like it was the season of Nelly and Nelly alone. What Jin Young Ko was able to do this past season, especially late yeah. in the season, that's the kind of stuff to me that could push Nelly because Nelly looks – if you look at the resumes, now Nelly's year was better. She wins a major championship and a gold medal, five wins, and she got that late win. The most important win, surprisingly to me, from her season was the Pelican playoff win mm. because she hadn't played great over the last, what, three, four months. And we finally got to see her kind of show who Nelly is after a disastrous 71st hole. If you remember, she made that triple yeah. bogey there and then it finishes birdie and regulation birdie in the playoff. But it was such a big year. Jin Young Ko, I think, is going to help what you said. I think it's going to help Nelly find that inspiration because it is hard for these players when you kind of check off so many things in a season to find that, that renewed energy if you will. And Jin Young Ko is that renewed injury. 100% agree. Jin Young Ko will be a help. And the guy standing next to her, I imagine, will be a help. I mean, it's not like Nelly has to look very far to find champions in her own home or in her own midst down in South Florida who have been there and done that and been through the gauntlet and, and had all the eyes uh, on you. And I think Nelly Corda seems to carry it very, very well. She's kind of the, between Jess and Nelly, she seems to be kind of the one that is the, the, the most kind of level and steady. When I spent time with them at Baltus Raleo, Jess was more peppy and happy and Nelly was just kind of like very much smoothing and kind of floating along there but I do think having that athletic family with a big sis and brother Seb who competes in Wimbledon in the U.S. Open is one of the best tennis players in the world and of course a major champ in her father can only help Nelly Corda as she gets back on the horse. You know it, it's a really interesting point to talk to your dad about this type type of stuff because again I, I think sometimes you don't lean on the experience as much as maybe certain people do especially right. when it's in your own family but Peter won that Australian Open in 98 yeah. and then he was bounced in the first round in the French and in the U.S. Open. I think a lot of people would call those upsets, considering mm. he'd won a Grand Slam early in the season. Ask your dad what that was about. Yeah. I mean, did, did you accomplish this great thing, the best moment of your career? Did you kind of settle? I mean, were you content and complacent with your game? Did it just not feel as comfortable? Were there more expectations? You can use your dad. Yes. I mean, this is the type of stuff a lot of people don't have at their disposal. Yes. Is a Grand Slam champion that's your father. So ask your dad what happened in 98 after you won the Grand Slam, and how do I avoid that? And you said, I mean, you, I thought that you nailed it. I mean, having that as a person you could talk to, having a sister you could talk to, having a brother that you can talk to to keep it within the family and actually get some good feedback, massively important if for Nelly Corda. one of the special things that happened to, to Nelly, it would be a, a letdown kind of exhale. I mean, if she had just won Olympic gold, coming, coming back from that would be hard. If she had just assumed world number one, it would have been hard coming back from that. If she had just won, won one major, I mean, she won a major, went number one, you know, five wins around the world. Olympic gold, there's so much energy that it takes to do those things, to accomplish everything she did. She really has to take some time off. And you can tell in that sound, too. She's like, Dad, this, this week's all about, <laughs> about you. you. I'm going to watch Tiger a little bit. Play well. Hit a few shots. Hope you play well. But she's not grinding this week. I can promise no, you that. And, and, I, and I was reading some comments from Nelly about this event last year. Yeah. She said, I was glued to the TV mm. the entire time. Couldn't take my eyes off watching Tiger and Charlie. And she even mentioned yeah. Tiger playing, you know, seeing Tiger in a group behind me or in front of me. And that's such a cool experience for Nelly Corda on the golf course. What's a good season for Nelly? What's a good 2022 for Nelly Corda? That's an excellent question. Multiple wins, I will say. Multiple does she, wins. Does she have to win a major, if you will? I don't will? think she has to win a major. I mean, we don't know what this career is, how it's going to unfold, what she wants it to be. She hasn't kind of 
put the, the number out there like Tiger back in the point. day or Brooks Kepka. I think this is going to be a year where she wants to continue to be relevant, continue to win golf tournaments. And I think Jin Young-Ko in some ways will push her. You have to keep one eye on your closest competitor. But I think a multiple win season, and then she does have five chances to win that second major. That'll definitely be toward the top of her list as well. I think the, the answer is within who Nelly wants to be. Yeah. Because I think if Nelly really wants to be one of the all-time greats, then yeah. yes, she has, I think, mm. has to win a major. Mm -hmm. I would go as far as to say it's, it's, it's mandatory mm. in 2022. But, it, I mean, Nelly wins two or three times in a season. That's great. And not to put the expectations on her, but I think Nelly wants those expectations. Mm. I think Nelly sees herself as one of the great players in golf right now, and she sees herself as a potential dominant player. And if she goes out there and wins a major next season or two, then you start those comparisons of some of those all-time greats that kind of caught fire early in their careers. I would say if she doesn't win a major, I imagine she would be disappointed in her 2022. She says she wants to watch a lot of golf. You know, she'll be playing in the PNC, wants to watch a little bit. By the way, if you want to get in on the action this week, the NBC Sports Predictor app powered by PointsBet has a special contest for the PNC Championship. Free to play and $25,000 will be given away guaranteed. All you have to do is answer seven questions correctly and the jackpot is yours. Download the NBC Sports Predictor app powered by PointsBet from your app store for your chance to win big. We should do this in the break. How Seven questions. Get? I'll get three. You get four. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll tag team it. Like, it's a team week. That, tag does team. that work? Does that still qualify? When I heard the news, I was in complete shock, especially since it being like his first event back. Um, I mean, for him to come back from what he went through, I think when was his accident February? Incredible. Um, you know, he's, he's had so many comebacks, and he's always come back even stronger, I feel like, and not many people expect it. But he's done so much for the game of golf. We wouldn't be where we are nowadays without him. I mean, he brings a completely di different atmosphere. Um, I always say I don't really watch a lot of golf, but when Tiger's in contention, I'm always glued to the TV. So that's just the impact he makes on the game of golf, and um, it'll be super exciting just to be playing in the same field as him. Nelly, you're not alone. A lot of people surprised. Tiger Woods is back after that February car accident requiring multiple right leg surgeries following the open fractures to his tibia and fibula. First tournament since the 2020 PNC Championship where he finished seventh with his son Charlie. They are back together again and so are the Thomases. Team Thomas defending champs. Tiger will be playing alongside them with Charlie. They're friends, rivals, trash talking foes. Call it what you want. Nice to see the Woodses and Thomases together again. One day away from the PNC, going to bring back some of Tiger first. The first player to win the U.S. Amateur three times in a row beat Steve Scott in that famous match at Pumpkin Ridge. Steve Scott wrote a book about it. Good book. Did. Tiger, move your mark back. Tiger Woods first player to win 10 times on the PGA Tour before turning 24. The 99 BMW Championship. Jordan Spieth has since done this too. Now this one, I mean, this is deep research. Oh, wait. This is the first player to win a U.S. Open on a broken leg. Didn't think this was going to pop up. That's, that is deep research. That's a 90, lot of legs. 91, what was it, 91 holes? <laughs> 91 holes on a broken leg, Rocco famously saying, I knew he'd make it. Yeah. We all knew he'd make we it. We all knew he'd make it. Went on to win. Of course, the first player to surpass $100 million in career earnings. 2012 Deutsche Bank Championship. How appropriate that was the Deutsche Bank Championship where he banked 100 mil. 
I like it. I like it. So this one is wild. And again, I, I mean, I don't think we totally grasp what this means. The first player to win eight different times in two tournaments. So we won the same tournament eight times. They won another tournament eight times. I, I think his 18 WGC titles, by the way, is one of the more underrated things. You know, they started the WGCs in 99, you know, to bring everybody together outside the majors, you know, the global movement. Tiger's won all of those Got to beat all this. No one be talks about it. He's 18. beating all the same guys. I mean, you're beating the same field. Yeah. And Rory McIlroy is on the No Laying Up podcast today talking about that. You know, we talked so much about the, the majors that Rory hasn't won. And Rory's saying on the podcast, you know, I've won everything else. I've won enormous events. I've won players in FedEx Cups. I've beat the same fields. It yeah. just hasn't happened on those four weeks. And I think it's an important thing to bring up to your point, D. We focused a lot on the major championships. These fields are similar yeah. at all these other events. So uh, the one thing, you know, I, I talked to you about this earlier in the week about the distance that I wanted to see from Tiger Woods. Yeah. Daniel Rappaport out mm. on the ground does a great job for Digest, said best tee shot of the day at the six from Tiger went 298 okay. for his driver. And he said basically he's a club down. So if his six iron used to go 195, that's basically his five iron distance. Just a club different for the 45-year-old. 298, that's the par four sixth hole. I can see this kind of a shoot that you have to drive through. Uh, fascinating to him. That's a pretty big number. It's probably farther than I expected Agreed. here at this point. But it sounds like Tiger is, as Mike Thomas said, he hitting the ball better than anybody expected. I think the word was flushing it. He was surprised how many shots he's flushed in this comeback over the last couple of days. We saw him on the range this morning. We've seen the shots. We've seen the short game, the chip that he hit on five. We saw the, the wedge that he hit into one, the wedge that he hit on two. This is a pro-am. It's a pro-am of a PNC. Right. I mean, it's, it's a hit and giggle inside a hit and giggle. <laughs> but so More far, giggles. so good for Tiger Woods. When, you know, I was trying to think of what number in my head came up when I heard Tiger at the press conference, the hero, saying his distance and saying, you know, I, I don't have the pop that I had. Yeah. And I, I guess somewhere in my mind, it was probably around the 275-yard range. Mm -hmm. It was kind of where I had Tiger pegged in terms of his driving distance. He's hitting 300 yards. Now, I mean, this is his best tee shot, according right. to Daniel Rappaport. But 298, I mean, you can play these golf courses at 300 yards. I mean, yeah. you think about some of these players that aren't the longest around. A player like Jordan Spieth, for instance, who is not the longest on tour but is a great iron player. And yeah. just trying to think of comps now because Tiger always leaned on the distance sure. early in his career. He was always the longest player out in golf. The way he could take angles and take it over trees. And even more so than the driver, a lot of the time it was the iron play, the three woods and the two irons, how he could get to par fives when a lot of players couldn't. He's played without distance for, what, yeah. eight years, nine years, ten years? Not being the longest guy out there. Yeah. Understanding that Dustin hits it longer than he does and John Rahm does and Rory does. And now Bryson does. 300 plays, D. It does. And let's remember, this is just one step in the process. Right. Tiger said a couple weeks ago, I'm still rehabbing. I'm still having to work on my swing and get stronger. So I imagine that 298 number uh, will not be the longest drive of 2021, 2022 for Tiger Woods. Yeah, the, the, the live look here... Charlie about to give this one a wrap, but I, you know, I, I think about iron play a lot because mm. you think about how high you've got to hit certain golf shots and how Tiger was the best in the world at windows, right? Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm very, I'm enthused by the numbers. Yeah. I'm enthused by the idea that he could hit a five iron into a par three that's 205 or 206 or 208. And you, you think about some of those irons. I mean, he's not going to have to have two or three, at least to this point, doesn't feel like he's going to have two or three hybrids in the bag. You know, mm. something we haven't really seen Tiger tinker a lot with. It's, it's, it's inspiring. I mean, yeah. it's exciting. It's, it's good news that, that these are the numbers that, like we said, this is the first time we're seeing him out on the golf course. And if he's got 298 in the bag, 
who's to say February doesn't bring 305? There's so much focus on his legs, and understandably so after the accident, but maybe the focus should have been on his hands because that's what Tiger was thinking about. How are my hands? Give me a golf club. Let me work on my grip. Let me hold a club. Let me get my feels back. It looks like his feels are right where, they, right where you left them a year ago. And he's putting to the picture. I mean, this is working so far. We're not, they're not counting today's round, right? I don't think so. Think about making a three-day event if he makes a couple more birdies. It counts in terms of giving us something to talk about, to look forward to.